came to Church 54, it was a very interesting experience. So I had to pay to park. Did anybody pay to park today? Y'all say, come on. So I didn't pay to park because the church was charging. I paid to park because the parking attendant was charging $40 to park in the city downtown area when there was a Saints playoff game. And it just so happened that Pastor Evan wanted to have an interest meeting during that time. <laughs> so I said, well, God, I've never paid $40 to go to a church service, but I'm expecting you to be here if I have to pay to get here. So needless to say, pay the $40, get into the atmosphere, get into the space. Um, and at the time, it was in, um, we, we were meet, they, they had a meeting in the Paramount building downtown, which was like a fancy apartment complex. Not apartment complex, but you know, like condos and stuff. So went there, um, and awesome experience with God. And the most important part was the presence of God. And so when you're used to being in the presence of God, you want to be in the presence of God, right? Have you ever been in the presence and then you like, I haven't been in his presence for a while, so I kind of got to leave what I'm doing and kind of go back to his presence? And so that's where I was. I wanted to be in his presence, and the presence abided in that meeting. And so I said, I can serve here because I know this is where God is, and I always want to be where God is. Amen? So that's why I'm here. Now we had, you know, several buildings, you know, several meetings, several experiences, a whole lot of you later, and I'm still here, which means the presence of God must still be here. Y'all agree? Yeah. Amen. So today, I'm believing that God is going to give us a new perspective um, to be able to serve from a different place and on a different level. Are you guys ready to go higher in your serving? Yeah. Now, that means we have to do work. So let me ask another question. Are you ready to work a little bit harder? Yeah. See, you see how, you see how, how low that is? Okay, so let me say it again. When we work with Holy Spirit, we move in the grace of God. So then you really work smarter, not harder. So are you ready to work in the grace of God? Yes. That's so beautiful. Y'all sound so wonderful. Okay, so we know that, like I said, because of the presence of God is here, the heart of this church is God's people. And when the heart of the church is God's people, you know that it's going to always be a servant mentality. And that's what it is here at 54. And so that's one of the things that, of course, connected me. And I want to bring you guys to 1 John 3, 16 through 18. Okay. It says... <clears throat> Before I read that, let me give you the definition of serving. When I look up the definition for serving, it said to answer the needs of, attend to, to be of use, give a helping hand to. So everybody tell your neighbor, I'll give you a helping hand if you need it. Y'all didn't sound like y'all meant it, but by the end of this message, we're going to really mean it, okay? So it says, um... 1 John 3, 16 through 18, this is how we have discovered love's reality. Jesus sacrificed his life for us because of this great love. We should be willing to lay down our lives for one another. If anyone sees a fellow believer in need and has the means to help him, yet shows no pity and closes his heart against him, how is it even possible that God's love lives in him? That let me know that serving is a matter of the heart. So, beloved children, our love can't be an abstract theory we only talk about, but a way of life demonstrated through our loving deeds. We know that the word truth, that the, that the truth lives within us, because we demonstrate love in action, which will reassure our hearts in his presence. Repeat after me. We demonstrate love in action. One more time. We demonstrate love in action. Now, this is important because when we're talking about serving and talking about honoring what God is doing um, in the world through our serving and honoring each other, we have to be mindful that according to this text, that not only are we helping to meet the need of our fellow brother and sister, but it says it's a demonstration of love. 
And so if you serve and it's not really demonstrating love, then is it of God? And so you have, and, and, and if it's not of God, then what are you actually doing? Right? And so it says, if so, if, if so serving is a demonstration of love, it's an outward expression of my heart's posture. Say that with me. My serving, my serving. is an outward expression of my heart's posture. Now tap your heart. Say, be good. All right. So the condition of our hearts will reveal what we serve, how we serve, why we serve, and who we serve. All of that is going to be revealed based on the condition of your heart. Now, if we ask someone in a, um, in a certain area of my life, they'll always say, oh, you know, Shade is a servant. She always trying to do something. She'll never want to sit still. Every time we go somewhere, we just can't keep the girl still. And in some instances, I agree. It's like I can't turn it off. And I've been to restaurants. And I'm the type of person, I have this better together mentality. I feel like if I'm in a room, I believe I'm in a room intentionally. And I believe that in order to have a great experience, if somebody in the room is limited, then how can we enjoy the experience? Because they can't actually be a part of what we're doing because they have to, you know, hurry up and get things together. So if we're anywhere, I'm just always like, well, let's hurry up and help so that we all can enjoy the experience, right? That's my natural move everywhere we go. And so sometimes when I'm at a restaurant and I feel like the waiter is overwhelmed, I have been guilty of operating in a position that I didn't apply for. <laughs> so it's hard for me to watch somebody struggling through a moment that I feel like I can help in, right? It's weird to me. And so it's like, oh, well, she need help, right? So rather than us sitting around saying, why she didn't get the plate, or why he didn't refill our drink, I have, on too many occasions, you know, got up and start stacking the plates, bringing them to the back. I've, you know, gotten refills. And I, I don't have an issue with it, right? But, and honestly, they didn't have an issue with it. But, you know, legally, they had to say something about it just for the sake of protecting, you know, their establishment. I wasn't going to sue or anything, but it was just like, look, I'm trying to help you guys because, you, you know, I see there's a need. And with COVID going on, we all know there's a really great need, right? And so, you know, a couple of times managers, you know, came and said, we really appreciate what you're doing, but we got it, okay? <laughs> and so, you know, in those instances, that might not be the area, right? That might not be the time, but the heart posture was right, right? So um, when we're talking about being better together, as I stated, it's just so that we can experience God together. But one thing I've learned is that my level, I can't even remember when I first started serving. I don't even remember. But I do remember when I did not like serving anymore. And so I said, hmm, how did I go from a place of not wanting to serve and then going back into a place of saying, I'm so excited to serve? Because everybody has served in some capacity, right? Everybody, you, you've done something. But then there's like, there's levels to these things. Everybody said there's levels to this. Okay, so the first level of serving is my serving is a good cause. It's a good cause, right? And so <clears throat> Proverbs 19 to 17 says, Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. This experience is an external experience, right? We all can serve on this level. This is us actually going from one place to the next and kind of just sewing or doing one thing or another, right? Um, it kind of looks something like this. You know, the Girl Scouts come and they say, oh, you know, we want to sell these cookies because we're raising money to do X, Y, and Z, right? And so if we want to be in alignment with what First John says, we don't want to be the person that shows no pity and closes his heart against them, right? And asks, let them ask, how is it possible that we love God if we don't want to buy these cookies? 
So in order to honor God and to serve, we have to support them. Amen. And the same thing with America's finest chocolate. If they come around with the chocolate-covered almonds and this little baby is saying that they need this money to be able to go on a field trip or do extracurricular activities, it is our duty. And it is our responsibility to serve. Everybody say serve. serve. Right? And so if that's the case, that's still an external experience. That's still me not really investing anything. It's just kind of like, hmm. It's a good cause. So when someone says, oh, what are you doing? What are you up to? Oh, I'm just serving here. I'm just going here. I'm just doing that. It's real external. There's no real dimension in that place, right? We all can do it. We all should do it. But there's more to serving than level one, right? And so um, after, the, after the hurricane, we did an outreach with the organization to prepare meals. And the, the, yeah, I think they have the picture with, the, with us smiling and um, the smiling picture. Let's see the smiling one, the other one. Let's see the other one. The, that one. Okay. So I want to show this picture first. Because here we were excited. We were on fire for God. And we served this organization. They were preparing thousands of meals, like thousands, and sending them all across the country, right? Mostly Louisiana and like, not the country, the, the areas that hurricane hit. So of course we're here, hurricane hit New Orleans, we wanna be a part of it, we wanna serve. We show up, get our shirts on, get into position, we get assigned this task first. Look at everybody smiling. And so we're just putting food on the plate, we know that it's gonna help somebody have a hot meal, we're on fire. But then, Something happens, and we get rotated into another place. And we literally, literally had to lay our life down. More like lay our taste buds down so that our brothers and sisters could have great cucumbers in their salads. I kid you not. I kid you not. Let's show the next picture. This is us cutting up gigantic cucumbers. And when I sat in this position... I knew that we were true servants of God because I've never eaten sour cucumbers before. I've never eaten cucumbers that just didn't have any flavor. I never learned so much about a cucumber. And so as I said, I was like, well, why can't we just cut them up and somebody else does the tasting? So she was like, no. She was like, and she's like a cucumber scientist. And so she's like, um, basically what you have to do is cut the cucumber open, look at the cucumber, peel the slime if there's slime, and if there's slime, actually just throw that out. So what happens is there's thousands of people, hundreds of people all over the world that just like to donate food. But you know, you can't just take that food and give it to anybody, right? So we had to be the one. Everybody say, I'll be the one. Say it a little bit louder, like you mean it, I'll be the one. We had to make the sacrifice and lay down our taste buds so that those cucumbers will be in a great state to go to the right people and they can have a hearty salad. Any salad lovers in here? The next time you ever get a salad, be appreciative of the person that cut the cucumber. Don't take that moment for granted. Now, in that position, we had a great time. I'm sure we're still connected to this organization, but it was like a one-off situation. You know, we went, we had a good time, and we left, right? We wasn't really, oh, and some people went back like a couple of more times. I just didn't want to do the cucumbers again. I was scared she was going to assign me to the cucumbers. I was like, um, when y'all do another one, I'm going to do something else. So, you know, you got to know where you fit in with this situation. But the, the moral of the story is that it wasn't the most comfortable thing, right? But I went to serve. I didn't go to, we, we do have, we have, a, actually, let me, we have a really great time when we serve here. I can't even lie, y'all. It's, it's really fun. On Thanksgiving, if you, serve, if you come for Thanksgiving and you come and be a part of our restaurant experience, it's really bomb. Like, we are top notch. I promise you. But I really do believe that when it's time to serve, sometimes it's uncomfortable. And sometimes you have to lay down your life or your taste buds. Amen? So second level, and, and, and let, me, let me give you this, Acts 20 and 35. 
In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And so that's important when we're talking about serving because we have to come out of ourselves. We have to stop thinking about what the benefit is, being able to check it off our list or being able to tell people, oh, I did this today. Oh, I went there today. And it's kind of like come to a place where your serving is no longer um, about you, but more so about what and who you're serving, right? So on a level, on a first level, you get to say, oh, I'm part of a good cause, right? That's what you ask what I'm doing. I'm going to serve at a restaurant. I'm going to serve at a, you know, a shelter or whatever, and that's it. Now, the second level is my serving has a reciprocal effect. And when I say reciprocal effect, I mean an internal experience, right? And so effect is a change, which is a result or consequence of an action or a cause. And so this means that I'm no longer helping them, but they are helping me. This is, the sec this is a level where when I serve in this capacity that I'm serving in, although I came to, to, to forward this vision and this mission for whatever it is that I'm doing, something on the inside of me is changing. I'm nicer. I'm wiser. I think before I speak. I consider other people's feelings. When I'm talking to my brother or my sister, I'm listening intensively. Those things begin to happen when you go to another level and you're serving because you're moving out of that what place and you're going into a different place and you're asking God or you're, you're, you're asking yourself or you're telling yourself how I serve matters. How I serve matters. On the second level, it's not always just a good cause and what you, what you want to do, but it's on, on a deeper level of I'm having an exchange right here. I don't really know the details of it. I just know when I keep coming to serve in this place, in this capacity, it's making me better. Something about me is different, right? My, something about me has changed. And so our goal is always to get to that place where there's an exchange happening. And we want to get to a place when we don't just show up any kind of way when we serve because how we serve matters. And when an exchange is happening, it means that you're serving at a capacity that is... Um, at a great capacity because not only is the, ex the other person receiving changing, but you're, re you're changing at the same time. And so that's how you're able to kind of measure if you're serving in a good place, right? If you're serving somewhere and you're not getting something out of it, that's probably a heart issue, but we'll get that a little bit later. But when you truly are serving with your heart, you're going to have an exchange. Everybody say exchange. exchange. So we were in Connect Crew, Romans 12 and 11, I'm sorry. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. So usually at the, at the second level, there's this light going off, and you get a chance to say that I'm believing and I'm serving at the same time. I'm no longer just showing up, oh, just checking it off a box. I'm, I'm believing that what I'm doing is actually making a difference. And so when we were in Connect Crew this February, spring. Uh, winter, springish uh, semester, the women gathered, and we had a great time. And when we gathered, I think I have a picture of that as well. When we gathered, um, we had the opportunity. Aren't we beautiful, y'all? Just give, just give a hand of applause for the women. This is no shade to the men. Um, but we gathered, and in, in an in a experience like this, we shared our hearts and what was going on with us. In this space, because we were listening and we weren't just there for ourselves and just to say, oh, I'm gonna go just to say that I went, but I'm actually gonna go and be a part of a process, we heard one of our sisters and she was sharing her heart with us. And although she didn't say the exact need because we were listening and we were saying we wanted to be there with intention, we heard her heart and although she didn't say what the need was, we, produced, we, we presented a solution. And not only did we present a solution, but we all had to put in time, money, resources, prayer, and we all had to come together and we all had to say, how are we going to help position her and push her into a greater place in God? Because we know God has so much more for her to do. And so had we not been there 
with the intent to actually want to be more than a good cause, but to actually say, I want to be a part of something greater, and I want to go to another level in this, and I want to affect change. Not only did we get a chance to bless her, but we got a chance to also be blessed by her vulnerability with us. Because it let us say, you know what? We got issues too. It's not working for us. Certain things in our lives are actually not in a place we want them to be. More prayer was able to go for. More solutions were able to go for. More businesses and nonprofits actually came out of this experience, right? And so when we did that, we had the opportunity to work together and to actually say, we want to be a part of something that's more than a good cause. We want to be a part of something that has reciprocal exchange. And we want to be able to not just come and get something, but truly believe that God had us all in the same room. And if God have you in any room, come in with an expectation that he's going to meet the need. Whether that's encouragement, whether that's prayer, whether that's love, whatever you need, we believe God would do that. So long story short, we got together. Some of us did something, some of us did other things, and we got a chance to send her away so that she could get the time with God that she needed, so that she can get the clarity that she needed to move her life and her family's life to the next level. Everybody say next level. That's what serving does. It says in Matthew 5 and 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. When we did that, when certain people heard about it, because we didn't even tell people that, we didn't tell a lot of people, but when we told people that was there, but when certain people heard about what we were doing, they wanted to be a part. So the good deeds that were taking place, it was a light in a moment for someone to say, I want to join in what you guys are doing for this woman because I know what God has on her life and I want to be a part of blessing her. That's what good deeds do. That's what listening to the Holy Spirit and aligning and walking with him does. And I, we can't say, well, I didn't know. It's our responsibility to be able to discern when one another is hurting. When one another is hurting, it's one thing for me to come and have a great time with you. And, you know, we, we, we pray in the mornings. We talk, you know, with a dream team. We set up. But how bad would it be? to actually be standing next to someone, setting up for a service, and not being able to know if they needed prayer or if they're hurting. How bad would it be if the person you're sitting to right, right now, literally sitting next to right now, how bad would it be if they leave out saying that I just needed a hug today? I just needed somebody to, 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 to smile at me today. And you found out that you sat next to them and you didn't even smile. So simple, yet so profound. That's how powerful serving is. And so the third level is awareness. And this level brings knowledge and understanding that something is happening or exists. This is, because I see change, I'm aware that there is more happening. This is the place where we say there's a greater purpose outside of me, even if I don't understand or know what's going on. It actually goes beyond an effect. So there's a moment when you have an effect and an exchange happening, like, okay, I feel good, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. When you have the awareness, you're actually starting to discern that this is probably the place that I've been praying about. This, you, you're probably able to say, I've been praying for God to do something. Then I heard this lady talking about it randomly. And because she was talking about it, you know, randomly, we started talking, and she was actually saying everything that I needed to hear, right? It's, it's that place where you're saying, God, where should I serve? How should I serve? When should I? Like, well, you have all of these questions, and you want to be a part of it, but you don't necessarily know exactly what that looks like. So when you get in a place of awareness, you may not have all of the details, but because you prayed and you see after you pray things that are happening that are aligning with your prayers, you're able to say, God, I don't really know exactly how it's going to unfold, but I know this is the place. This is the place. And there's nothing better than knowing where you're supposed to be when you're in the things of God. Amen? It's like a peace that's a passage all understanding. When I'm, when, I'm, when I'm like, I know that I know that I know 
said, this is where I'm supposed to serve. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I should be doing. It's a different kind of peace that comes over you. And it's one thing that we all search for. We always have that question, where should I serve? When? How? All of those questions come up. In this particular instance, <clears throat> excuse me. In this particular instance, you're connecting the dots. And you're no longer on level one where you're saying, this is a good cause. You're no longer in that place where you're saying, oh, this is, um, this is a, um, you're no longer in that place where you're saying, how should I do it? But you're in a place where you're saying that your drive is shifting you from a good cause and a good effect to God, I know you're up to something. Everybody say, God, I know you're up to something. Say it again. God, I know you're up to something. That's super important because when you say that, you have to be in a place where you're also willing to hear what God is up to right? And so um, we all want to get to this place. We all want to know how, what, where, and how, and what that looks like. But more importantly, we want to be where God is. And wherever God is, not only is there awareness, but there's expansion. Everybody say expansion. So God is a God of multiplication, exponential growth. So when God is present, there should be a multiplying effect that's happening, right? Because of his presence, right? And so when we're in that place, it's no longer I'm helping you out. It's more like, God, you chose me. See, third level is, you talking to me? You know how you like, let me go see. Girl, you should probably do, no, 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 that wasn't her. God, you talking to me, right? And that's important because in order to be able to operate in this level of awareness, you have to know that he's speaking to you. And when he's speaking to you, immediately you got to know that he's ready to partner with you to get whatever it is he's telling you to do, get done, right? And so I used to work, let me back up, I'm sorry. I am the director of a nonprofit called I Am, surely I am my sister. This organization is designed to uplift and support women in education, business, and leadership. The education component has a mentorship pillar where we mentor college-age freshmen, college freshmen women on a local university campus. Initially, when God told me about this endeavor, I said, okay, sounds good, you know. I enjoy working with college students, let's do it. But that was still on the very surface level, level one, you know. So I'm like, okay, it's a good call. Nobody's gonna get hurt out of this. I shouldn't have to do too much. Wrong. Because God is a God of expansion. So what appeared to be, oh, I'll just help, you know, a few people here and there, that turned into something that was greater and way bigger than I ever expected. And so I had to say, okay, God, the more I went into the space, there was an effect of change happening. So we're no longer in this a good cause. Now we're in effect. Something is happening to me the more I actually go and speak to these girls. The more I encourage them, uplift them, there's something happening to me. What I had to realize is sometimes we go to help people thinking we got what they need, and we do often times, but in a more humbling experience, God, if you have me in this room, I don't believe that I'm just here to pour, but I'm also here to learn. How can I learn from them? Why them? It could have been anybody else, but you chose them and you chose me. What can I learn? It's great to give, but sometimes God needs you to do more than giving, but you have to go beyond a good cause. You have to go beyond, oh, it's a great effect and I feel good about doing it. And you have to go into an even deeper place of awareness and discerning, God, you want to do a little bit more. And so in doing so, the more I went and the more I served, I was like, oh my gosh. What he really wanted was Bible study on a college campus. 
but it took me to go through the empowerment sessions to get to that revelation. And then he said, well, we have to use the empowerment to get them to the Bible study. But that had to be a level of awareness to me. And I was like, and he didn't tell me this all up front, right? Why, why God not telling us this up front? Because he know how it, he like, now you know the last time I told you, you didn't listen. You did half of what I told you to do. You did it when you wanted it to be done. And then you still came back expecting a reward that you didn't do the full work for. So I said, okay, no, let me stop questioning you because you are the almighty. So let me back up and let me humble myself. What part do I need to know right now that's going to help me in this right now moment? And so that's all that we need to know. But if we have to have that awareness in order to serve in that capacity. Because they don't know what they need. They're like 18, 19. They don't know. They like think they know everything, right? So it's that experience. And you're like, you don't know anything. And then they're like, but I do. And so then you're like, okay, let me let you fall a couple of times. And then I'll just wait. You know, those kind of moments. But we have to be aware. Because I could have said, she got smart with me. That's enough of that. And I could have kept moving. But if I wasn't aware that I didn't have all the details, I just said, God is doing something in this place. And he wants to use me in this space. And I want to be available for him to use me so I can't do what I want to do. I think I know what should be done. But I have to come in a place and be willing to learn and listen for God's direction. Amen? And so when we go into situations, we have to do that. Pastor Evan, um, a few months ago, he brought a, a, a guy here. It was a waiter um, at a restaurant that he went to the night before. And the waiter had a, a voice, and Pastor Evan knew he could sing. And so Pastor Evan saw something in him and told him to come the next day, which was Sunday morning, to church and sing for us. Y'all remember? Well, in order for that to happen, he couldn't be on level one and level two. He had to at least be on level three to be able to say, God, something about this waiter is, is you, you have this waiter on your mind, on your mind. And so because he's on your mind, it's on my mind. And so because I'm your servant, I want to make sure that whatever I'm supposed to do, whether it's encouragement, whether it's love, whether it's support, whatever that looks like, let me be a part of that. So when he brought him to church, and he got an opportunity to sing in front of us. That was God reminding him that I had not forgotten about you. That was God reminding him that I have servants like Pastor Evan on all of these other people around the world. And on your journey, you're going to meet one of my servants. And they're going to remind you that I am here. Even when you can't feel me, can't see me, and can't trace me, I am here. But that's how powerful our serving is. Which leads me to the next point, because at this level of level four, we walk in a different place in serving. Everybody say a higher place. My serving is activated. My serving is activating others. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Take a minute. Take 10 seconds, not a minute. Ask yourself, is your serving activating others because true servants activate other people to serve y'all believe that so at this stage we ask ourselves not if it's a, what what was happening um okay so at this level um, we're not asking just what, right? It's not a good cause. What, what, what's the purpose? What, what's going on? And we're also not asking how, right? It's not just an effect or just an exchange. And we're also not just saying, oh, it's just a good time. Not a good time. It's just awareness. And we're not saying, oh, I know God is speaking, but that's enough for me. I don't want to go to, I don't want to, I don't want to be a part. The level four level it's a little deep. Everybody say deep. Because at this place, we caught the vision. Everybody say, I caught the vision. Say, God, I want to catch your vision. In order to serve at a level where you're activating others, 
Your service has to be based on who you serve. Which means I've served here and there for years in ministry in different places, um, on my job, with friends, family, all of these things. And I've experienced hurt, disappointment, frustration, aggravation, all of these things. Anybody been there? Well, you tried to serve, you tried to do the right thing with a good heart, with good intentions, and it just was like, I'll never do that again because whatever happened. So remember I said earlier, I had to evaluate when I was serving, and then I stopped wanting to serve, and I stopped wanting to serve after I got disappointed. And I got disappointed in a person. My disappointment came from a person, right? Now, who gave us life? God. Who provides? God. Who meets the needs? God. Who's our friend when nobody else is around? God. Like, at the end of the day, who sacrificed his son? God. And when we commit our works unto God, then we will see a different type of reward than when we commit our works unto man, right? And so because I was serving in these different, you may have served in ministry, you may have served on your job, you may have been loyal to your boss and something really shisty, left-handed happened, right? And you're like, how in the world could this person do such a thing when I've been so loyal, right? That's a real thing. You may have experienced betrayal when you were serving with the right intent. But when we serve God and we stay connected to God and God remains God and the other people that we love dearly are not our God, we don't run the risk of consistently being disappointed. Our disappointment comes when we put people in the place of God when we don't want to go to God for ourselves and ask God what we should be doing and how we should be doing, but we're like, oh, I'm going to do whatever they say do. And that's great at some point when you're learning how to hear the voice of God. But everybody said we got to grow up. We have to mature because in order to serve on the next level, you have to hear God. And if we're not hearing God, clearly we have to sit under leaders that have God's heart so that you can continue to learn how to hear it for yourself. But at the moment that you get disappointed and discouraged, you can't say, I'm not going there no more. I'm not doing that anymore. Because that's first level serving. First level serving is, I'm mad. I ain't like the way she said it. I ain't like what he did. I ain't like how he, all of that. God, is this where I'm supposed to be? God, is this where you want me to serve? God, is this the vision that you have for my life? Well, I trust that in spite of the fog that I see even now, that you're with me. And I'm gonna pray for my brother and my sister, who I may feel like is acting totally out of character. But that's what servants do, because true servants have God's agenda. And if you ever go to God trying to tell God about somebody else, he's going to talk about you too. Anybody? Does he not talk? He's like, okay, thank you so much, but let's talk about you. <laughs> and when he does, we have to sit and listen because we have to extend mercy and we have to extend grace and we have to extend truth, but truth in love. And without the love component, then we're missing the whole thing. So on this level four of level of serving, we have to say, God, not only am I willing to serve, but God, I'm willing to serve with the heart posture of serving you and expecting my reward from you. It has to stay there because the enemy will always try to make us get out of a position and posture from serving the kingdom of God. Our heart has to be for God. It has to be. And at any point that you're no longer wanting to serve, it's a heart thing. It's a something that's happening in my heart, and I don't want to show up the way I used to show up anymore. God, help me get rid of this in my heart. Because I know you called me to something greater. I know there's something more in me, although I cannot see it or feel it. God, I know that there is. And I don't want somebody who's going on with their life, doing whatever they're doing, to keep doing what they're doing, and now I'm stuck. I'm stuck and I can no longer serve. I went to Southeastern 
my first year of college. And I grew up in a church. But when I got to school, Katrina, Katrina happened my senior year. And so when Katrina happened, you know, we had separation anxiety. I didn't want to be far away from my family. So I was like, okay, I'll go to, you know, Hammond. It's 45 minutes. My mom can get to me. My grandma can get to me. Whoever, they can get to me. Somebody going to get to me. And so I went to Southeastern for the first year. We stayed on campus. And when you stay on campus, you have to have a meal plan. Now, the food at the cafe is pretty cool. It, it wasn't bad. But that was this church across the street, and I had to walk all the way off the campus, pass up the calf, pass up all of the fast food places, and pass up the student union, and go all the way to this church to eat lunch. And I kept, as I was preparing this message, I kept asking God, why did I do that? Why did I leave off a of campus to go all the way to this church and the food probably wasn't the best. But God was telling me, you went because you saw my presence. Now, my favorite thing that they served was Sloppy Joe. Any Sloppy Joe lovers? <laughs> but when I went, these older white women, beautiful blonde hair, and it was a lot of them. And I was like, they were like, oh, come in, come eat, come sit down, because they were passing out the cars on campus. So I went into like the sanctuary part just to make sure it was like all Jesus, right? I was like, okay, they, they serve the Lord. And so I went into like the hall where they were serving food, and you had the option to attend the service as well if you wanted to, but they didn't force us to. So I go to sit down, talking to them, Sometimes we talked about God, sometimes we didn't. But I never forget, I, my, at the time, I think my grandmother was misplaced in Mississippi. I'll never forget the love that I felt. They didn't hold a Bible and say, let's, it wasn't even Bible study. Some days I went feeling defeated. Some days I went feeling encouraged. Some days I wanted to put a smile on their face, but every day they had an intention to make sure I left with a smile on my face. And I didn't even remember this even happened until this week. And God was telling me, when you serve and you keep me at the center, you serve from a place of purpose, you serve from a place of joy, you serve from a place of excitement. Because you have a feeling and you have a reward that's much greater than yourself. And only God could put that. Only God can put the love of people in your heart. Especially for people that may not love you back. But every single day, Monday through Friday, I went to this church. Passed up all of these other options that probably taste better, but my spirit was yearning for something else. I didn't know what that was at the time. But because of their diligence, because of their consistency, because of their faithfulness, they served where they knew they were supposed to serve. Your thing may not be food. It may not be food. But if it is, you can be the one to make the sandwiches for outreach. You may say, I don't want to go out under the bridge and serve, you know, and, and meet with the people. Well, you can make the sandwiches. You can make the bags. You might say... I don't want to go help them when a hurricane hits and go actually, you know, put the houses back together. Okay, can you help contribute to the lumber? What part are you supposed to play in this? My grandmother, when I was in law school, my friends, um, most of them were in town, but they had, most of my friends' grandmothers have passed. My grandmother is here today, y'all say, hey. Um, but she cooked. Every semester, at the end of the semester, because we had finals and we really weren't eating. Because you know when you're in law school, you're, trying to, you're just trying to graduate, to be honest. It's a very unhealthy experience most of the times. Pray for those people who are still there. Like, it's really unhealthy. But the goal is to graduate, right, by any means necessary. So I said, yeah, I said, my grandma usually prepare food for me. You know, every end of the semester, she drive it up. I'll tell her to make some pans so y'all can have some, you know, food as well. Out of everything that they could have said, it was her warm embrace when she saw them. 
It was her telling them, it's going to be all right. You have this. Because they didn't have a grandmother there or their grandmother wasn't alive. It was her food. My grandmother's food is super nurturing. It's super, super, super nurturing, y'all. It's like it just make you feel like the day is just going to be better just because of it. I promise. I'm not saying it because she's my grandmother. I'm just really telling the truth. <laughs> but because she was willing to do that, because she was in her position doing what she's supposed to do, all of my friends in law school know her. And not only do they know her, but they have this very vivid memory of being in one of the difficult difficult moments of their lives and saying, if it had not been for that moment, I don't know if I would have cracked, if I would have lost my mind. Because I, I needed something, I, and sometimes you don't know what you need. But this is why when you serve what you're supposed to serve, I truly believe that God will allow us to have an encounter and an exchange with who we're supposed to have one with. But you have to go beyond level one. And stop saying, oh, it was a good cause, I had a good time, that's enough. You have to go beyond, this was a good feeling. I felt the reciprocal effect, I served them, I felt something on the other side. I might do it again, I might not. And you have to go deeper beyond awareness and saying, I won't just be aware of God. I want to connect. I want to commit. And not only do I want to connect or commit, but this time, when I connect and commit with God, God, I'm asking you and I'm searching for that place that looks like me. That place that has my gifts, my personality traits, my cat. Where is that? What does that look like? It's, it's, it's great to come and help us set up in the morning, but God wants us to walk into greater purpose. So we serve each other wonderfully here as a team in this church, but God has called this church to go far beyond these four walls. And so when we come together, as we did for one of our sisters, and we bring our gifts in different areas together, we can actually create something that's so much bigger than us, that is designed to impact this city. That is why this church is here, to be a light. And so if we're gonna do something, if we're gonna commit, if we're gonna go the extra mile, why not doing it? in a place that you love. Life is too short just serving just to say you did it. Life is too short just to say, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go and just have a good time. Don't you want more? Don't you want more? Don't you want somebody to say, every time I see Miss Irene, y'all, I tell her this all the time, but every time I see Miss Irene, it warms my heart. Every time I embrace her, just her presence. And the city we live in, there are so many people hurting. That's the, the need is so great. Every person in this room has a purpose and God has a plan. And with your purpose and plan, he can use you in multiple capacities. What you have sitting right here, I guarantee you, somebody in this room has need of it. And I can't wait for my sister to say I'm struggling to catch it. I have to say, God, I don't want to be sitting next to someone and they walk out still feeling defeated. I don't want to come to Connect Crew next week and one of our sisters or brothers say, well, when I was in church, I just felt so overwhelmed because I just needed something and they couldn't even open their mouth and say it. It's beyond a, a, a feeling. It's the fact that I know who God is. And because he interrupted so many people's lives, y'all, so many people's lives, Today is my aunt's birthday. She could have been anywhere else, but she's always been on the front row cheering me on. My whole entire life, she's always been there, inconvenienced often. Inconvenienced often, because I say something at the last minute. But she always show up. So many times, we can miss God. If we allow insecurities, fear, the enemy, we don't have time for that. God, I want to be used. God, I don't know what that looks like. If it just looked like me showing up and just 
um, 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 putting the chairs together. Let me start there, but I can't just sit and do nothing. Let me start there. But God, while I'm setting up on Sunday morning, speak to my heart because I want more. Help me be able to pray for my sister and my brother. I don't want to say, oh, this, this is where my prayer life ends. God, there's more. I don't want to just show up and just, 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 just give people hugs and high fives just for the sake of doing it. God, I want it to be impactful. That's the level in which we are called to. As the body of Christ, we're called to that level. It's not even a question of if you can get that. That's what you're called to. Whether anybody in your life told you, I'm telling you today, you're called to serve at a higher level. At a greater capacity, God has equipped and ordained you. He did not make us a royal priesthood in a chosen generation so that we may sit amongst regular people. He said you are a peculiar people set apart for such a time as this. When the world is losing their mind, the people of God know what to do. When the world is confused and unsure, we hear the voice of God and we have the prophetic insight to produce the solution. That is who we are. And it is time that we challenge each other. Don't allow the person next to you to be mediocre in this thing. Challenge them. Give them a hand up and not a look down. Extend your heart. Extend your love. Because that's what true servant's heart is. It's because we love each other. We show it up because we love each other. I, some days I feel great. I don't even feel like I need a word. I'm not coming here because I need a word every Sunday. I'm coming here because somebody else may need a hug. I'm not, I'm, it's, 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 it's not about me. You may say, oh, I'm having a good Sunday. I don't need, that's not what this is about. I'm here because I know that God has something greater. I've seen this vision evolve and grow and expand. I know the heart of the leaders that are here are God's heart. And I want to be where God is. Do you want to be where God is? So I'm challenging you guys to level up. Tell your neighbor, level up. Level up. Because it's time, and you can. Love you guys.